So for many years, we've had employee influencers. On TV, we always had people that were dressed up in the uniform of the business that we're at, that we were actually advertising or trying to promote. Okay, I can remember Fred, the Dunkin' Donuts guy, time to make the donuts. I could think of Flo, the progressive girl, currently. I could think of Lily from AT&T, right? Jake from State Farm, right? These are all employee influencers in the same vein but now we're getting real life employee influencers and this is what they're trying to do the corporations so financial times put the story out but then they put a paywall up so i had to go find it somewhere else so they talked to someone that was from amazon who worked and was allowing smartphones in the warehouse an employee called the pac-man 123 He's a 23-year-old who works at a New York establishment and asked not to be named. He started filming himself with his face covered, stuffing products into packages to send to customers. And then he quickly built each box before sending it out on its way. He started posting the videos on TikTok. 27 million views later, he got a message from Amazon's human resources department saying, I was like, I'm in trouble. So while big brands often claim the attention of social media influencers, the relationship is complicated when that person is already an employee. Now, global advertising agency Digitas, uh, Representative Lydia Cox, says that, quote, employees are extensions of the brand. So when they post about the company on social media, they have the potential to feel really authentic. That said, it can also be detrimental when the look behind the curtain doesn't match the values and the promises the brand preaches well anyway this the pac-man one two three was able to keep his job and it was because he had shown the company and its much maligned warehouse jobs in a somewhat positive light when amazon was embarked on an unprecedented recruiting drive but then again people wanted to do the job <clears throat> that's what they were talking about so these influential employee accounts are now across major social platforms so they're talking about other popular accounts. The reaction of some companies is to shut them down, leaving fans bereft and brands appearing disconnected. Tony Pilosino, who's a 22-year-old who worked for the Sherwin-Williams paint company, was fired after the company discovered his TikTok account, which showed the hypnotic process of mixing paint. It attracted millions of views, and Mr. Pilosino, who's a marketing student, created a presentation he hoped to show to the company's corporate team. The leaders refused to watch him and said, fired him for shortly after. Then they also accused him of wasting his product, although he insists he paid for all the paint he mixed. Then there was a negative publicity that came after his dismissal. He now works for a, Florida, for a rival called Florida Paints after turning down other job offers at similar companies and a handful of digital marketing agencies. So Sherwin-Williams lost an opportunity to paint the earth, if you will, or cover the earth as their promotion is. So now here's what's going on. They're talking about the fact that Traditional influencers don't get out of bed for less than a few thousand these days. This is what we're talking about with influencer marketing. Why are you going to get celebrities when they're going to cost so much and you're going to have marketing, you're going to have management and agencies and studios and other people that are going to go also want for their take. So why is it so worth to get somebody that might be out of their, maybe on their way down in terms of peak popularity, right? Walmart has recruited 500 employees about to be part of its employee influencer program known as Spotlight. On TikTok, the hashtag Walmart, Walmart social champs tag brings their best efforts together, never straying from the company's message. When it comes to the Pac-Man 123, he insisted that, 
you know, now there's a new Fulfillment Center ambassador program. He was never part of it and never received any guidance on what to do when he was approached by the media because of authenticity. His main concern now was leveraging his social media presence by finding ways to share his personality more than on his thread. But he said every post that deviated from his packaging formula caused him to lose followers. So that's the whole point behind this. Now, if you go on TikTok, I can't tell you how many times I see different uh, things going on where I see different, you know, food being made. Like, I mean, I always catch the ones where it's like a McDonald's Big Mac being made from scratch or Wendy's making a Baconator. I love that crap. Like, I can watch it. Or seeing, like, tacos being made. Like, again, food being made, just everyday food. Or seeing somebody, again, Amazon Fulfillment Center, I'll see the packages being done. I think that's fascinating, too. Again, these are 30, 60-second packages. But you think about who it's coming from. Just because it's not built in a commercial and it's not built in some kind of strategy that you prefer, well, you don't realize that, you know, there's that. I'll tell you the other thing that also gets me, too, man. Chick-fil-A. We always hear the customer service, and then people are mocking and mimicking that. But again, they don't complain about the, the customer service. We see the people that are buying Chick-fil-A. They want to make, we're going to make our own Chick-fil-A sandwiches, or we're going to make our sauce, or we're going to do Chick-fil-A hacks, and all this kind of stuff. That's all advertising. Just because it's not built in an advertising, quit trying to shut it down. Corporations, they don't get a clue. They never do. Anyway, we're going to move along. Leave it right there. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time.